Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of How to Live the Podcast. We are Jess and Steph Dadon and we are very happy to be in your ears right now. We sure are and we're actually back in Melbourne from a big week in Sydney. We were doing a trade show for our footwear label Tubes at Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week Australia. So we can't wait to have Tubes in more retailers coming at you soon. And the reason we came back was because yesterday we did Million Paws Walk, where basically we walked around with puppies everywhere and it was amazing if you haven't seen you should go check it out on your instagram it was literally like dog lover's dream like my favorite way to spend a sunday morning and we were raising much needed funds for the rspca so they can house other dogs that need housing so that's really cool to be contributing to that so this week on the podcast we have the amazing jane lou on she is the founder of shopo she actually has such an interesting story she started off as an accountant and just kind of thought that she was going to climb that corporate ladder ended up really hating it and so she quit to start a fashion business and then ended up kind of pivoting that and starting a new fashion business which is shopo this incredible e-commerce huge huge retail giant that if you haven't heard of you might have been living under a rock but it's on track this year to turn over 80 million dollars so she is just an all-round boss and we were so excited to chat to her she shared everything from building a team and a really awesome team culture to talking about networking and how we hate it but sometimes we just have to do it and she even talked to us about social media and where she sees it going so stick around to the end of the episode to hear a burning question from an audience member and enjoy the interview Oh, no, I'm just not that fashiony. Really? I'm what, just not what that fashiony. I own a fashion brand. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but like I just like stuff like to wear. Like I'm not like, oh, inspiration. You know? Yeah, so yeah. So what, what gets you going then if it's not fashion? Um, business, marketing, reality TV. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh reality TV, same. American yeah. reality TV? Um, oh, Yes, I love um, Vanderpump Rules. Love Same. Vanderpump Rules. I love it so much. So yeah. good. Yeah. So into it. Who's your favorite? Um. Oh God. Like sometimes I actually like think Stassi's a good person. Like she's, I like, she's come a long love way. Stassi. Yeah. I'm also really into Tom and Ariana. I love that we like started off by talking about reality TV because that's something when we were kind of chatting about you and what we love about you is like you're so just like you know when people think of a CEO it's like you know oh like stuffy they don't have time for anything they're just like work 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 but you seem like you know how to have fun yes. and like prioritize life <laughs> like we yes. saw you were just at Coachella mm, yeah how was that <laughs> I think I'm still recovering from it no I just think like I mean I think the novelty has worn off a bit now that I've been three years like sorry to be a buzzkill and then we go for work so we have to be like on oh, we can't go to the parties because we need to I mean honestly like there's there's what it looks like on social media yeah, yeah. and then what it looks like in real life well and i mean what it actually is like yeah and like you're not being a buzzkill at all because this is actually like a really hot topic yeah. for us at the moment is like talking about like we used to have these instagramable lives and everyone was like oh my god i want your life and now we're just all about being like so real so i kind of yeah. love that you said that because <laughs> i actually said to jess on the way here i was like even though I don't, I'm not jealous of people on social media and I don't want an Instagrammable life. When I look at your feed, I'm kind of like, oh, I want that life. Like you <laughs> look like you have so much fun. So it was kind of like awesome that you were just like, nah, yeah. good so the thing is, yeah. So the first year when I went, um, we were, like three years ago, 
we were having all the fun and we were looking at a lot of other like um, influencers who were just like stressed because they had to like get the perfect shot and they weren't really in the moment. And I think maybe that's because we were going for our first year and we were like, we were vlogging, we were getting content, but we were like so excited. But I think when you go for like the second, like, and then last year, I think, you know, it was Beyonce, it was Eminem, it was pretty cool. <laughs> but then this year, we're like, okay, you know, like you can't, yeah. Have, yeah. yeah. So it yeah, sounds okay. like you have like a really good idea of like life work balance. So, you yeah. know, everyone you're building in this team around you as well knows that like, let's work really hard and get it done and then we can go and have fun. Yeah, like everyone that's hustle. So our um, th- three valleys at work, I uh, think big get shit done and have fun and so like everyone we hire like we want them to embody that like uh, but what's really changed is like now that show has grown up like we need to we've shifted from hiring more generalists to like you know specifically yeah yeah because when you're a startup you kind of people like what exactly am i going to be doing here you're like well, you're going Everything. to be doing, yeah, like customer yeah. service and packing orders and you've got to do marketing and how do you go at whipping up a chocolate souffle and like, you know, yeah. you just kind of got to do everything and everything, you know, everything yeah. there is. And I love that you just said now that Shofo's grown up, like, yeah. you know, like it's like it's clearly your baby and like you've seen it grow. Has like, ha- how has your role changed in this whole thing? And like, do you find that like you, you have as much to do or now you're just kind of like sitting back and letting, I don't know, like the specialists you said that you've hired do yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, I probably have taken a bit of a backseat to the business and like, I think I kind of went too extreme. Mm. So now I'm like in the last like few weeks, I've come really back into it and it's meant like way longer nights. I, like, you know, I was... I used to leave work at six and now it's back to midnight, but I've just been really enjoying it actually. So I feel like you need to change your Insta handle to like the not so lazy yeah. CEO or something like do the a former bit of a lazy CEO. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, like midnight, that's definitely a late night in the office. Yeah. And is it just because you love it so much? Like, is that why you feel like you're back in it or the business really needs you to be here and you're kind of the one driving it forward? Um, I think it definitely ebbs and flows, but... There's just, I think the thing is there's always something to do and that's where you need to draw the line and have that balance. But as long as you want to do it, like there's no reason to go, like if if you're not tired and if you want to do it, like there's no reason to like, like I know where my limits are for burning out and I'm still so far from it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, yeah, so I'm just going to keep going. Do you know your limits because you've hit them before? Like, is that how you've kind of figured that out? No, I've never hit my limit. I just can work so much harder than this. Oh my God. <laughs> we hit our limit like on the daily. Like yeah. I feel like every like probably every three months or something, like we go so hard. Like at the moment it's for this trade show, which is why we're oh, here yeah. uh, for Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week Australia. And um, usually like around the time that we have like these events or something, we're just like working all weekend, working crazy hours, like traveling so much. And then like, it's like clockwork. Like yeah, we just, just hit a wall where we're like, Oh my god, we need the weekend. I like, usually yeah. get like so sick, and I'm in bed oh, yes. for like three Seth days. That's really like my sick. thing. That's how I know when I've gone too far. And I'm just like, I cannot talk about work for a full 48 hours. Nobody mentioned the word fashion to me. Oh yeah, I hate. Um, I'm pretty good at like just like switching off on the weekends and not talking about work, like unless I'm at my desk, like and actually doing something. Just oh, like okay. it's really healthy to switch off, have a wine. Oh, it's so important. Yeah, but I think that what's different now is also the fact that like because I'm not like as in working like in the business so like back the last time I was actually working this hard was probably when I was like just like two three years into the business kind of doing everything so if I wasn't doing this 
I could be doing, you know, like social media posts. I could be um, replying to customer service. Like I could be doing so many things. There's always something to do. Now it's like, I actually don't even know how to like log into the customer service ticketing system. Or like, I mean, I know, like if I was to log in, they have a system. Like I don't want to jump in someone else's ticket. Like I will create more mess than I can handle. So I mean, I will help. So, you know, the stuff that I do need to do, I kind of like, I still need to, I need to work with the team. And so that's got a sudden pace. So it's more of a It's not so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was that like a weird transition? Because like, I feel like sometimes like if I don't know something that's going on in the business, I'm like, you know, it's kind of hard to like be in it, but not be so deep in it and like know things, but not know all the things. Like, has that been like a bit hard to let go of that control? Um, Oh yeah. It kind of feels weird because you don't know what the balance is. Like, am I... It's not, it's not so much control for me, but it's the fact that like, you know, I don't know how to use this, but should I be? Because you used to be so on top of it. Yeah. But then I think now that I've looked back, there's certain things that I don't like, well, thank God I didn't spend time like trying trying to learn how to use that thing because I haven't needed to use it at all. Yeah. yeah. So again, it's about finding the right people. Okay. And so something that like I we find really interesting to chat to people about is like their opinion towards like a nine to five working environment. Mm-hmm. So like with our girls that work in the office with us, we're always like, it's not nine to five, like do whatever you want. Like as long as you get your work done, like we don't care what hours you do it inside of. And then like we always find pushback from them that they're like, no, I actually like doing my work in the nine to five. So then like oh. I'll do it all then and then I can leave and like check out. Clock off because we're like, oh, well, for us is our business. So we yeah. are going to be in it like yeah. all the time. We're like, if we want to get our lashes, like if you want to get your lashes done in the middle of the day, like just go do it. Like, or like yeah. we make them every Thursday. Like we all stop and like we watch the ball type at lunchtime together. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. And like we love all I this love fun that. stuff. Oh, oh, so good. And that yeah, I guess. me of the good old days. Yeah, yeah. totally. Exactly. Stuff we're, you can do when you're a small team. Yeah. We're trying to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so good. Do you guys, what's your like version of that now? Like if, you know, you we can see like you have so many people that work here, you couldn't just be like, everybody stop. We're watching the bold type. Like <laughs> how do you kind of like keep that fun in it? Because like, you know, your office is so pink and beautiful and everyone, we saw this big team meeting of like 15 people when we walked in yeah. and everyone seems to be collaborating and working really well together. It's a beautiful like open plan space. Um, yeah, we do things like uh, we have our 3 p.m. stretch. So um, our email marketing girl at 3 p.m. will she'll ring a bell and then everyone gets up and stretches and then she'll like read a quote and then oh my god, that's and then just like and then we all just it's we actually I think we were sarcastically at first we used to be like oh namaste and then now <laughs> we just like but because new people join it have joined that they just see us doing it so now it's just become part of the routine. Uh, oh I god, love we, that. <laughs> Was that like, did your marketing girl come up with that? Cause she was really into like, no, nah. she was just like, like, let's just stretch. Like, it's just like kind of really happened organically, which is nice. Um, at when we have our team meeting at the end of the week, everyone, um, you know, starts drinking as well. So that's you can nice. get a bit rousing as yeah. yeah. So you have a bit, a team meeting with everyone in the office on Friday. Yeah. And so what, nice. how does that kind of go? Like, is that, I'm picturing like a scene out of like, the intern or like you know like yeah. is it really like startup vibes is like one person talking or like yeah like everyone has a different section so there's a there's a section that's what the fuck's chain up to um that's then, a section yeah it's like amazing. where's she traveling this week yeah and then so like sometimes it'll be like oh like sometimes i just put in like a funny anecdote from the week because i just want to tell like 
the story to the whole team or um you know you know i'll talk about the top priorities that everyone's working on and then we have like michelle's melting moments who's in our customer happiness team and so she she'll do like a few like really great customer responses and she started to like just because we get so many now she's she'll theme it so one is like we'll be like a bunch of girls getting um, married in sh- like in like bridesmaids dresses in Shopo and then one could be like say Mother's Day in Shopo or um, you know feedback about that extended sizes range and so and then there's what do we have and then there's fathers and leavers anniversaries oh the when new people start they're on the grill so they get um, especially it's really funny when it's two people because they ask each other questions mm-hmm. and they can get like real like oh well it's like an interview like on the spot right there yeah it's like if you had to um, fire one person who would it be like a little bit, and they'll say like Jane or their direct manager uh-huh. and they'll just be like <laughs> that's hilarious that's when amazing. we have new people start we like have this little trick that we like to do oh, I can't believe I'm saying this on I the podcast I can't believe you're telling everyone this well I feel like it's so, it's cool to talk about like it it's is, like a good little just, insight if you're gonna work with us in future block your ears right now <sighs> so um we like try to like drop or like we tr- we tell the team like okay someone has to drop into the conversation like in the first couple of days that they're working with us like ask them what their favorite dessert in because we're super into desserts like we just love desserts and so then will ask them and then they like won't even notice like it'll be like oh, not yeah. even a thing and, and then on their birthday well not, not even. on the friday so like if oh, they start on the monday one. and then on the friday afternoon like the way we kind of like finish the week usually we like all have a meeting and we'll um we write like nice things about each other and then we read them out at the end of the week and then we have like their favorite dessert like surprise they will be like well them. done it's been a really hard week but I you've earned that. this it's really cute and it was actually we can't take credit for it we no, work we with a guy called jj who's like amazing at building team cultures and he gave us that little tip and we do if it every I steal time it, i will give you guys credit okay, okay amazing. absolutely <laughs> it's just like such a nice way to like make someone feel special and feel yeah. heard in their first week and like particularly like because we are a small team like we want to make everyone feel like super invested in us and like really excited about the vision and that's just such a nice like way to go above and beyond for someone yeah totally. i love that yeah so we used to um we used to do it for their birthday, so they, it can be a nice surprise. But now it's it has to be like, because we're so big, it has to be like systemized. Otherwise, it gets forgotten. So they just like fill in what their favorite cake is. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, we, you, we've actually like, been coming up with a form at the moment because it is good yeah. to kind of be able to refer to something. And if you want to give someone something or yeah. you know, like a bonus a, or something. like a rather, present. Yeah. Like yeah. we've talked about like doing presents of like their favorite thing or like whatever's on their wish list right now, like rather than a salary bonus. Because like yeah. it makes such a difference to yeah. like give someone a present like that well this was something else that jj talked about was that like if you can give if you give someone money they go spend it whatever but if you give somebody a a gift then they'll always associate that you know if you gave someone like an amazing handbag that they'd always wanted then they're always going to associate that with you and think of you when they see it and that kind of creates this like nice emotional connection yeah that makes it sound so calculated i know i mean (laughs) the thing that um what everyone really loved and still talks about was when we were like oh we've just had a great quarter i'm paying um buying your coffee for the rest of the year and ah. then so everyone just got i mean it's not they just got like 500 dollars in coffee or something like that the local cafe that's so nice, or they all got though. like credit downstairs that's awesome yeah. that's and a I think really good one that, that way every day they're like oh <laughs> yeah totally they're thinking of you every day no yeah. it's, it's really nice like perk to be able to offer somebody because you know yeah there are so many workplaces where like people just don't feel valued at all and like you're just kind of like going through the daily grind so to like 
be an organization that can be like, hey, we really value you and we're going to, you know, do this little gesture. It just makes such a difference yeah. to someone and they feel important in your organization. Yeah, absolutely. And I like, I love that you guys do like this big team meeting now to like keep each other up to date. Because for us, we're at this stage where like, you know, there are five of us in the office every day. And if something happens, if we have a win, if we have a customer service drama, it's kind of just like yelled across oh, the room. I miss so we that. Yeah. 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 But did you, how did you kind of like come up with these systems? Like, was that something you had to like speak to mentors about? Or because you were kind of going through it for the first time? Yeah. Our, um, our uh, ex head of, people and culture she implemented the team meeting and i think it's sometimes like i think it would probably how did it even come about like i think maybe we grew and then we felt that you know we like when we were smaller we had such an amazing culture and then we felt that that we started to lose that um and i think she just kind of like overhauled it and looked at some of the things that we could put through um so i mean there are things that are like just nicely organic but there are things that you just have to be like you know, we just let's have it. Let's totally. overhaul this process. What yeah. What was happening when you realized you lo- were losing the culture? Like, was um, it just a different vibe in the office? Yeah, I think just you could just tell. Um, I don't know. Just people didn't seem as like, I guess, happy or part of the team as yeah. um, they used to be. And I think you know, people didn't feel like they were that communication was happening where they knew what was going on. They didn't feel like they were as part of the team and you know to be able to when you're not hearing when you're only hearing about big company changes not as it happens yeah Yeah. um so it sounds like you're like super passionate about that team environment and you've obviously built up like such an amazing company and now looking back on it I guess like what is it that like when you wake up in the morning like what are you super passionate about like what's driving you forward um I mean, we've got some like really interesting business challenges, which I think is really exciting. Um, sometimes it's like, like there's definitely times I'm like, well, I don't know how we're going to deal with this. <laughs> but um, I love that you say it's exciting. Yeah, I think so. Because otherwise, and the thing is like, it's exciting that I'm able to have so much, um, so much of a play in it as opposed to like if I was working corporate or if I, if I was elsewhere. And the fact that we are in such an exciting industry, like, it's constantly changing so much is fine like happening and that's that is what's what makes it hard and what makes it exciting um and yeah we're not like no day is the same you know um and yeah i mean it it definitely is it can be tough but i think you know the whole point is like you're not like I think that shapes who you are as a business and as a entrepreneur. Like it's not just about winning. Like anyone can do well when the company's, when you're winning, it's those obstacles that really, and being, having that like um, resilience and tenacity through those periods. That's what really makes who you are. Okay. So you like, you really enjoy that journey. It sounds like you are like such an entrepreneur. Like when you (laughs) speak, like I can just tell how much you love it because yeah, from the outside, everyone's like, oh, like we just want to like, achieve this goal achieve that goal but it's actually like the whole journey is the fun yeah, part like absolutely. to hear you say that like you miss the days when you were like a smaller business like that like you know inside I'm like hee 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 I'm just yeah. enjoying it right now yeah. you know? um so you were like obviously like you know at the time of e-commerce and I guess like we're like always chatting about like the fashion industry and how like quickly it's changing um do you like foresee any things that like you know are there any pivots on the horizon like uh, do you guys um like look at sustainability as like a factor that's coming into your business um or like 
any other things like that that you've seen coming up? Yeah, absolutely. It's something that um, our team has been working on and it's I think it's going to really shape how the industry is moving, especially the fast fashion industry. Totally. Oh, cool. That's so cool to hear that your team's been working on it. Do you have like someone that's specifically like working on a project or anything? Yes, we, yes. Oh, cool. It's like, I think we're more of a show, not tell company. So Mm -hmm. I don't like, you know, coming here to talk about like, Da, 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 when we're not it's we're still so we have so yeah you're to go. figuring it out totally. yeah and we feel the same and i mean like i guess talking about like there's no end goal like it is a journey mm. and like we feel also like with our shoe company like we're always on this journey and like we're always looking at ways that we can become more sustainable but like are we going to be there tomorrow like unfortunately not but we are kind of like taking those steps to move towards like hopefully a more positive kind of like positively impacting the world through fashion but also like through our production yeah absolutely i mean i want to eventually be one of the people like showboat to be leading the way on this but i know we're so far from it at the moment cool but that's really cool to hear that like that's something that you're thinking about and like obviously you know you're so like yeah as just said like ahead of the trends with everything um and like you've built up such like, you know, when we look at like turnover figures, I think we read that like last year, Shopo turned over like $80 million. Is that right? So We're on a run rate for that. Which yeah. means, what, uh, is, yeah, what does okay, that mean? Accountant? Pro- yeah, it's like our current rate. Okay. Projected keep, for eight. Yeah, well, anyway, we going at this I mean, rate. 1 million, oh, I would have okay. found impressive anyway. <laughs> so just like a lot of money. But like, is that something that now you, you're looking at like, okay, awesome. Like we've made all this money. Like how can we like, you know, use the business to do good or like you know give back in some way yeah absolutely yeah we've um like so for the last like four years i think we've been working we've been doing a charity sample sale where oh, everything yeah. goes um to the hunger project so yes we've we read been able that. to provide a thousand microfinance loans which is exciting but i mean that's just i know we can be doing a lot more and so you know we're it's all stuff that we're working on there's like a oh I think we're at the point where it's just like we have so many competing um, projects with limited resources and we just need to get better at focusing. Um, honestly, I feel like our biggest problem right now is we've just started a lot of things. We've got, we're, we're running like a million projects at once. Yeah. We just need to finish some. Well, <laughs> and like for, for like, you know, on track to turn over $80 million, you're a small team. You're like, such a small team. Huh? I couldn't believe oh, really? that yeah. figure compared to how, like... How many people do you employ at the moment? We've got 100 and... We've got like 70 in this office and 50 in our warehouse. Yeah, yeah like that's 70 small. in your office, like, feel, feels tiny. Oh. Because that size company, I was, like, expecting, like, a 1,000 or, like, something, like, oh. crazy. <laughs> we had... Um, like back when we had our, when we were four girls when we used to like call out to each other like in the office and that's why we were like how are we having communication problems because back then we used to just like you just think you say that out loud everyone knows yeah and that's when we realized it wasn't happening um like later on anyway we four of us and we would have like a team of 20 in the warehouse but really the people working on growing the business was the four of us we made out we got to we got to our first million dollar month then. Oh my god, I read that. So it's million dollar like, a month. So yeah. that's why I'm like, oh, we want seven. what you've got. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I I first read that and I thought it said million dollar year, and I was already impressed. And then I was like, million dollar a month? What? Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So what do you kind of? Because like obviously there are so many companies that like start and like have these dreams of becoming like a huge company. But like, what do? Is there like a secret sauce that you like attribute your, your success secrets. to? <laughs> um, 
Oh God. Like, is there, was there a moment where you were like, yeah, like this is why it's working or like, this is what, like, this is, we're onto something. Honestly, I think by the time you realize you're onto it, you need, you need to be thinking about the next thing. Yeah. By the time you, like, it's, even if you realize someone else might realize too, um, I think it's just, I think honestly finding good people who like, is is what it takes the thing is what we're doing is we're not reinventing the wheel you know we are it's a it's a fashion business so we're not doing it's not like we are necessarily innovating like yet i guess um so it's about doing something really well um and so like you know we've got our head of product who's turned this business that used to be completely just a retail business that bought um uh, from third-party suppliers we now design 80 percent of our own products so and but and i have no fashion experience so finding her was the you know the gateway to all of that happening so and i think it's just so it's about like just finding the talent and i think like it's so funny that you said that that like so many people we speak to the secret to success a lot of the time doesn't seem to be like totally reinventing the wheel it just is kind of like doing something and doing it really well, having great customer service, doing it in a smarter way than other people doing it. And yeah. like, that's so cool. Like, cause you know, I think so many people are out there like, oh, but I'm never going to think of like these crazy ideas. And like, <laughs> you know, you don't have to have crazy ideas. You just kind of have to like, really like work hard, have passion, have drive, find the right people and go for it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, obviously like when we were doing reading about you, just you know, you seem to be, you're all over social media and people describe you as like this social media guru and you've even started this Facebook group. So actually like years ago, somebody said to us, oh my God, you have to start, you have to join this group. Uh-huh. Like-minded bitches drinking wine. It's so cool. And we were like, amazing. We're like, what is that out. name? That's the funniest name we've ever heard. Yeah, we, yeah well, like, we have to be involved with this. And then when like later we had we read that you started it, we were like, uh-huh. oh my God, that is amazing. Like, of course, you know, like so cool that like, it's not just, good enough that you're amazing at one thing now you've started this whole movement as well that like yeah, just like basically that. women supporting women is so cool we literally started it me and um jen george and i and that she has her own business as well um this girl's like sold like two businesses or something she's pretty incredible herself um but she we just like got a group of girls like it's like 20 of us to have dinner so we can just like you know it's not like a anti-men thing we're like let's just get a group of girls because we keep going to events and they're just like all men it's all men and yeah. it's just us um yeah especially like in the startup world like it's yeah. just there's always like 20 men to one woman exactly so we're like let's just go have dinner and just hang and we had such a great time and so we're like okay well let's just make a facebook group so then we can do this regularly and just like hit each other up and then we can make it just public so whoever wants to come can come and then no that was like three way. and a half years ago and it's just organically growing. That's, That's so, so cool. cool. And I think the best part about it is that like what um, you really realize once you're kind of like starting on this business train is like men just do business and approach business in a really different way to women. And like when we speak to other men who have like started companies, I'm like, oh, I can't really relate to what you're saying, you know, because like so damn confident, like they're so well, confident in themselves yeah. for no reason. Confident, like, yes. And also like it's just kind of like, OK, like monkey see, monkey do. Like, you know, there's just there's no like 
I don't know, in my experience, like I'm like overanalyzing things and I'm like, I want to speak to other people that like have emotion when their first person quits and like, you know, all these other things that I can relate to that I feel like is why like-minded bitches drinking wine is so cool because it's like a group of people that exist just for that purpose. Yeah, absolutely. And you guys like run events as well, right? Yeah, we have. We had the the last one at Shopo and it was so cute because it was our, um, we had a few speakers um, and we had a bunch of girls from Like Minded Bitches um, donate things. So we had like a donut wall, we had goodie bags, we had a platter and, you know, we like gave shout outs to everyone, but the whole, but then we sold tickets that all went to the Hunger Project, which is our um, charity support. And so it's like everyone pulled in for a good cause and it's like, yeah. That's so good. It was networking, like something you were doing a lot of in the early days to like build up your business. I think networking is so important. I cannot um, be like, be an advocate for it enough, but I think you can't go in with the mentality of like wanting to network. Like, and I think, but I guess it's hard. It's different. Cause I'm like a, I am an extrovert and I get like, I feed off other people, but yeah. you know, there's introverts who like just, it's not Find it quite difficult. Yeah. So I think then maybe you just got to go and set yourself a goal of like, I'll just talk to X, Y, Z people. That's, but that's yeah. what we do. That's yeah. Really we're not, we, I mean, we're extroverted and we can chat to people, but we also just like really enjoy our own company and like watching Vanderpump Rules. So oh, like man. extroverted introverts. Yeah. So or like introverted extroverts. So I don't know. <laughs> we've often like set a goal. If we go somewhere, we're like, right, we need to make one awesome connection. Then we can go home yeah, and watch you know, TV. Yeah. You know? Like, oh my God. I know. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of the same. Um, but I think the thing is like, so I've been to events. So, okay. The reason it's important is because I used to work in corporate. And so when I saw the show pro, show pony, like besides this business partner I had back then, I didn't really have anyone to speak to at all. Like none of my corporate friends would understand. Um, and I didn't have anyone to ask advice from. So I went to, I went to my first event, you know, I was a giant room, I sat at the back and I was like, I was hoping to do more networking, but I was late. And I was like, oh, I'm not really meeting anyone. I met maybe like three people, a couple and this other girl there. Yeah, it can be hard to like go up to people. Mm. Yeah, scary. daunting. But then this, I'm still in contact with them. Oh, um, cool. that's great. The, the, uh, the guy, I was on his podcast earlier this year. Oh my God, And amazing. then the girl, we're still friends. And she, um, my 2IC for Chopra, I met through her. Oh. And so it's like, you know, you I think like even back, you know, everything actually like things will fall into place. So, you know, at the time I was like, oh, I'm stuck at the back. I didn't really get to meet anyone. Totally. But like, it's actually like helped me so much. For yeah, sure. Like so great. getting out there and just meeting a couple of people at the time, you're like, where is this going to get me? But you're kind of right that like, if you're constantly asking those questions, where is this going to get me? It's not really like the right approach to networking. Like actually when we were living in LA a few years ago, we the approach to networking in LA is basically just like how can you help other people and like we would literally be out for dinner and we would meet like a random couple at a share table next to us and they would be like oh my god you guys are in fashion i have this guy here that i work with i feel like america is way more like that yeah so much better it's so easy help you blah blah blah. yeah Yeah. it's such a good attitude and just like a nice kind of atmosphere that like everybody's like trying to help each other and like yeah we got a meeting with like these people that were producing like a tv show for teen vogue um like literally just through like friends of friends that we would meet out and like it's a really cool approach to networking if you're not just like what's in it for me because then by default you'll end up you know making these like long-lasting connections with people 
Cool. Okay. Well, that was amazing. I loved this chat. I'm so excited. I feel like it was just like so fun and chilled and you, um, which is great. So we usually wrap up um, with some quick fires. Okay, cool. Um, So I will ask you the first one. What's the most Instagrammable place you've ever been? Um, Oh, God. Um, Probably Paris, which sounds cliche that I've been to like a lot of places, but I feel like as a classic, that place will... Paris will always get likes. <laughs> oh, no, Coachella's the Eiffel Coachella's got to be the most Instagrammable, actually. Yeah. We uh, actually saw, I don't know if you guys still have a pop-up on Melrose in LA. Not anymore. Okay. That was just like a, yeah. And we saw pop-up. that you had like a little cafe set up in there. Like looked, a fake oh, yeah. cafe. Was for it? Instagram? Yeah, That's so Instagram. clever. I love that. It's Such so a good cute. idea. Yeah, I loved all the We actually internet. wanted to replicate this Insta bedroom, but we didn't have the space for it. Oh, <laughs> that would have been cool. Yeah. Um, Oh, well, speaking of Coachella, our next quick fire is what is what was your favorite act at Coachella? Um, oh, you, um, can, you can include last year if that's going to help. Definitely. You're going to say Beyonce. Oh, and, oh Beyonce. Yeah. Awesome. And Fisher, good local act. Fisher. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Look that up. Um, okay, so if you weren't doing this, what job would you have? I would be producing reality TV shows. <laughs> oh, my oh God, I love that. that is the have best. you watched them? Unreal? Yeah. I mean, that seems... That takes a bit all the fun evil. out of it. Yeah, it? yeah, totally. Yeah. It makes me not want to do it. True, but that's just like The Bachelor. But I feel like it'd be fun to be one on like a Housewives or something like that. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite place in the world to be poolside? Poolside. Um, oh, my God. So, um, Barcelona. No, I, oh, mm, I mean, I really don't like anywhere, right? I'm, yeah, yeah, totally. Same. Just give me a pool and I'll be on the, the side of it. was just the pool. Sydney poolside's pretty good. Sydney is pretty good, yeah. Sydney weather is the best. Um, yes. Oh, my God. Like, even this weekend. Like, even today. I today was, was beautiful. Yeah. I'm, like, in a knit and I feel like I'm just, like, too overdressed. We came in our Melbourne clothes. So, it's, <laughs> like, it's very wintry down there. Yeah. But, like, here's just, like, summer all year round. I forget. Every time I go to Melbourne, I underdress. Yeah. yeah it's really we forget, cold. too. Yeah. yeah. It's actually cold. Here, it's just, like, fake colds. <laughs> like, people complain, but it's nothing. Um, the last one. Who's your celebrity crush? Oh my god, I'm the worst. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, who? Like, I'm so like, too, like. <laughs> it could be a girl if you want. If it doesn't have to be. A oh, I thought you meant girl. <laughs> oh, you thought I meant guy. guy. No, I meant guy. Oh, let's go, guy. James Franco. Is he? I know he's weird now, but he's hot. Nah, he's hot. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I love James the Franco girl. and Dave Franco. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Dave Franco's cute. Yeah. You could have one on either side. Yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. Thank you so much for sitting oh, down with us today. Me. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you really enjoyed getting to listen to Jane today. I loved hearing her talk about how excited she was about challenges that she's facing in her business. I really thought she was someone that like is just riding this high and that she would just be like, you know, all about those wins. But really just to hear that she's obviously so passionate about what she does and she loves those little everyday obstacles. It's just really cool to hear and really relatable and reminds us all that we're all just got to hustle every single day and stop and enjoy our journeys. 100%. So today we have a question from Lily on Instagram. She has asked, how did you find the people who work in your team? That is a very good question, Lily. I'd say there are a couple of different ways we've found people. We got a couple of the people that we're currently working with 
through just posting in a Facebook group. So really similar to like-minded bitches drinking wine or a couple of other Facebook groups we're a part of where we know awesome and interesting women are a part of. We literally have just posted in those groups before and been like, hey, we're looking for this. Does anyone know anyone who would want to work with us? And we have quite a rigorous uh, interview process where we start with like a five-minute Skype interview. And then if we like them, we then go for coffee with them and it goes from there. The other way that we've done before is just like through posting on LinkedIn, which we've also found some awesome people through. And even like posting on Instagram, like even if it's not necessarily like a core group of our team, but we've found like some amazing photographers and makeup artists and things like that, like by just literally putting the call out on Instagram, because we find that then like people share it with their friends. So they'll like DM it to their friend and be like, oh, I saw this, like maybe you should apply. And we've met some really great people that way as well. And next week on the podcast, we have the incredible Sarah Jane Adams. You guys are not going to believe her story. She's such an incredible person. She just like was out there living her life and then in her 60s has found like modeling and influencing and she has a really incredible story and lots of insane things to share. Something happened and I said to my husband, come outside and take a picture. And I kind of leant outside and I was kind of a bit stroppy. I was a bit aggro that day and I kind of leant against the wall and snarled a bit and he took a picture and Tash put it up on her previous Instagram account which is no longer live and hashtagged my mum is cooler than me and advanced style. My phone was pinging and dinging and banging on and and I thought it had broken because of course I'd only had one follower a day and like three likes a day or whatever. We can't wait for you guys to hear the whole thing next week. (laughs) 